Hello and welcome back to another exciting edition of Flexipose. I am Jason Lazy and I am joined this week once again by Mr. Lucas Rose. You know, it makes me sad that the people will never hear those chair squeaks in the intro music because I will have deleted them by the time this goes out to the... Ah, there we go. There you go. I should Maybe I should WD-40 it. Is that what you're telling me? Uh, oh, I think hi, Mark. You mean, I think you mean W... w WD40. WWW. WCW. <laughs> WWW. Oh, yeah. How is that never w- a brand crossover? com. Oh, dot. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say dot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dot CFO. Yeah, uh, I don't. I, you know, and I try to replicate what part of the chair. Is it different there it every is. time? It's, it's the arm. The armrest needs Ooh, to be tightened down. You got to tighten those babies down. But the problem is, it's an Allen wrench required, and those yes. just are never at the ready. I'll bring you. Oh one. my god, it's bad. It's really bad now. Now, ah, <laughs> uh, okay. That just I sounds apologize. like you're banging. I apologize in advance, everyone. I just won't put my right arm on that side of the chair. Uh, welcome to Flux to Pose. <laughs> this is episode 172 of this here podcast, recording yes. to you on Tuesday. The 1st of August, 2017, on the rocket today, we'll have IRL. We're going to have some what to plan. Uh, we're going to have an overclocked remix, of course. And finally, Netflixation. It's been a long time mm. coming. Mm-hmm. We've had some fun hiccups along the way. Hey, we'll throw in some community grab bag, mix it all together, and sprinkle it out into the internet. And that's how you get some flux to pose. So first of all, thank you. Thank you for joining in. Lucas is back. You're not stuck with 25 minutes of yours truly. I enjoyed Maybe. that. Tw- I listened. Uh, first time listener, last time caller. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> did you now? I did. I heard everything you said about me. Uh, you know, I tell you what, even though you think you're prepared, it still feels like when you get done, you're like, wow, that was like five minutes. I feel like I talked for a long time. <laughs> and then you're always like, that was terrible. But then people are like, oh, that was a pretty good show for you. And it's like. Was it, though? Uh, Was it? uh, It's the plight uh, of being an artist, man. You probably put it on 3X settings and just let it go. Just let it go. Man, I'm sorry. I can't. I apologize if I lean into the microphone. I also saw red waveforms everywhere. I really wish Hangouts wouldn't mess with my audio so much. So I will try to stay away from the microphone. Away from the microphone. But not too far away. That's too far away. He's gone past the line. Ah. We've come too far. Now, I imagine if I ever have to do a, a, a show by myself, it'll be like that scene in uh, Old School where um, uh, Frank the Tank has to do a, a, a debate speech or whatever, and he oh, just God. like gets up there and blacks out for like five minutes and gets off the stage, and he's like, I don't know what happened. I blacked out for the entire Well, week. you could have your opportunity next weekend because I will not well, be around for the podcast next week. Possibly. Potentially, but we'll get. I to mean, that. maybe nobody will want to join you on your journey. Well, that's true too. That's true. I wouldn't blame them. I mean, I don't want to be here. Oh, <laughs> I kid. Aww. That can't be true. I mean, we've been doing this for oh god, what three years now? Almost. Uh, yeah, three years, and it if really hasn't. If I didn't want to be here, uh, you would know. It's true. Uh, if you're a first-time listener, what we have for you is a lot of milkshake <laughs> drinking, bad Yoda impressions. Apologies. And a lot of self-depreciation. That's true. I mean. Not a lot of uh, self-aggrandizing here. We are the. Yeah. 
most we're the, I'm probably the most humble person I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like Yeah. I hate to I don't want to brag or anything, but I would say I'm probably the best at being humble that there Do you want was. you don't want to humble but you don't want to brag but you'll humble brag. I don't want to humble, but if I ever do, I'm going to bum it's I'm going to bundle. It's in a bundle. It is. <laughs> Pack um, that shit up and Oh boy. Uh, send it straight to your door. I'm on a sinking ship of despair. You are. Well, tell me. Well, as you as you sink into the disparity, tell me about your. You, I see you've got a few things here to talk about. Yeah, and just a I, few. We are in the L's. Uh, building building on the story of last week. We also had yet again another family family trip for a birthday of one of my mm-hmm. grandparents. So we had to pack everybody up and off again. We went. This time we only went up for the day, which was a lot nicer. <sighs> but again, you had to keep the baby up for way too long, and while he did fine parents pay the price on the back end because then he didn't like he slept like 20 minutes on the way home then he wouldn't take a nap and then all of a sudden like every time we put him down for a nap just i'm gonna scream forever before i give in (laughs) so was it sunday night yeah we finally were like oh my gosh what's going on so we like gave him some like maybe his teeth are bothering him so gave him some tylenol every like 40 minutes he was waking up after he went down for bed and he never does that and Mm -hmm. then i was like I was down here. I was like trying to play some Splatoon, and then I heard Jess like have to get up a couple times because she went to bed. And I was like, oh, I can't play. I got to go out there. So finally, at like ten thirty, I come up there, and he's just screaming, and he screamed until midnight. Like nothing would calm him down. If you did get him to settle, he'd wake right back up. And finally, at midnight, he fell asleep until five. So we both woke up the next day, and we're like, oh. <laughs> and I think one of the other nights too, Jess had had to get up like three or four times to like give him his pacifier, and he'd always fall right back asleep. And then thankfully, thank God, Monday night was better. Like last night, he only woke up. I think he went right to bed. And he only woke up once at four, and went right back to sleep. So we're hopefully because he kind of knows how to put himself to sleep. So we're hoping the 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 sleep the dreaded quote unquote four month sleep progression doesn't hit him too hard mm-hmm. because he, he doesn't you know, he doesn't rely on us to put him to sleep. We've always just laid him in his crib and eventually he goes to sleep. We don't rock him, we don't walk him, we don't we don't you know we never do anything of that stuff. That's so that's good, they say. Yeah, so hopefully it won't be too bad. But um that was that was the big thing. Cause I was like, oh if he's being nasty, I can't be down here. I need to help with Joss out. So luckily yeah. he's cooperating. We're doing the podcast because as I mentioned, um, Wednesday's the last day of work this week tomorrow because on Thursday we're heading up to my in-laws, and then Friday morning we're heading, leaving bright and early for the big trip to Rogers City, which is where my wife's grandmother lives. So they have a nautical festival this time of year. We've always usually gone up. It is kind of a nice little vacation for us. I mean, yeah, we're going to family, but she lives right on Lake Huron. It's a little fishing town. It's nice just to, A, it's going to be nice to get away, but it's just kind of nice to be up there and relax and um just as brother matt's coming along um her dad's actually going to be able to join us too from texas so it'll be cool to hang out and just uh you know get away we'll be up there from friday and coming home on wednesday of next week so i won't have to work uh there's no like there's barely self-service for me up there so i don't there's i don't get 4g i don't get nothing so i'm gonna shut off my email which is gonna be nice um yeah just looking to Hang out, do my thing. Oh. I might play some Splatoon 2 single player finally. Ooh. Um, I don't know, maybe do some reading. I don't know. It's just going to be nice to. We haven't, like, we haven't. This will be our first, like, vacation since 
uh, June of last year when we went on a little trip to the UP when we were still pregnant. So I think we're probably we'll probably take advantage with since Grandma and Grandpa will be right there, especially since Grandpa doesn't get to see the baby <laughs> and like hogs them all the time. We're like we'll probably have actually have our first night yeah away and out from the baby. So I think we might. I don't think we're gonna make it to Mackinac Island, but we might just go to Mackinac City and get hang out for a little bit during the one day, or we'll do something, go out to dinner at least something, because we're never, you know, we don't, we don't get the chance at least. Besides, our we went to what a <laughs> infant CPR class was our only night out, so we're we're due to have some time together. So that's really it. Looking forward to that. Just been battening down the hatches at work, getting my fix uh, game wise when I can, and. Are there any uh, uh, breweries to visit up there that are close by? The closest one would be Sheboygan, but uh, it is not too close. Let me see. As this is flexible, the rules are we must have some uh, some Furious massive typing. So uh, let's see, Sheboygan Brewing Company. And we'll get directions from there. We're going to plug in Rogers City, Michigan. Uh, well, it's not too bad. It's 48 <laughs> minutes. As my dad used to say, uh, he would put his fingers very close together and say, on the map, it's only from here to here. That doesn't seem that far away. Yeah. In reality, So, it's I mean, hours. we're going to have to go through Sheboygan if we go to, uh, if we go to Mackinac City, we're going to go right by there. So. Oh, there's Rogers uh, City. Whoa, that's way up there. Holy cow. Yeah, it's way up there. That's like Quaint Traverse City, basically. Yeah, and I think it's uh, population-wise, it's probably in between Stanton and Greenville. It's bigger than Stanton, but not quite as big as Greenville. Wow, so that is a small. A, a, kind of an, an idea of what it's of what it's well, like. Well, give me an idea. Won't give anybody else yeah. an idea. No, <laughs> none of this means so, anything to anybody else. I mean, the problem is like you know, if we wanted to go to a movie theater, I think oh, Roger City does have a movie theater. That's right. Otherwise, the next closest one's Alpena, and that's like an hour drive yeah but, there really isn't anything um, that big nearby sheboygan no. uh-uh. that's about it so we'll be driving up on friday that would so be a, looking forward to that, that would be a delightful drive though roger city to sheboygan on the 23 all the way up the coast yeah like you're right there on yeah you're right on the coastline Ooh. so that's what i'm like looking forward to there's a lot of good trails and stuff and probably gonna do a whole lot of walking i'm probably gonna try to get back on the jogging routine and then uh i don't know it's nice to, you know get up have a cup of coffee and you go out by the water it's just especially because her grandma lives right across the street from it so i mean like lake huron's everywhere it's probably there, still 40 so. degree water up there though <laughs> yeah well yeah you don't want to be in it but at least I, that was the best part look at the forecast 70 degrees yeah it's coming compared to 80s and 90s here so looking forward to that and it's been a long time coming so very nice um just doing everything i can last minute stuff here to get ready for that you know i'm extraordinarily jealous you should be we don't have people you're on, who scare, live... t- you're on scare tactics Ooh, we don't have people who live anywhere interesting around for our family well your mom lives in sand well that's, that's interesting, interesting but in a in the kind of way that you only want to watch through a tv screen Kind of like cops, you know. <laughs> you don't want to be in the middle of a cops thing, but you'll watch it from. Is that why you're all sweaty? Why? You're, you were watching cops. Oh yeah, no. Uh, well, I'm sweaty all the time. It's my, oh. it's my secret. I'm uh, always sweaty. I, I was as a stepbrother's reference. Oh. I haven't seen that movie in a long oh. time. Clearly, I need to go back and watch it. Yeah. The only one I remember is, uh, did we just become friends? 
<laughs> I think we do. Yup. You want to go to the garage and do kung fu? Yup. Yup. So yep. I, I, I thought I'd bring it back to, for the for the listeners, Jason. Um, I think you've done this before. Uh, drank drank a special beer. What was the one you drank last time? You cracked open um, um the founders uh not doom. I think it was my one of my last bottles of KBS yes. I had been aging. Yes. I think I'm I think I still have one more somewhere. Well, I'm gonna follow in your suit. I picked up uh I I, I bought some birthday beer, Jason. Um a lot of a lot of good beers in there. They were all sippers though. I bought pretty much everything over ten percent alcohol because when you get in that eight when you get in that area Everything's like four dollars a bottle, three or four dollars a bottle. So yeah, I was like, you know what, for my birthday, sure, why not? Um, but a lot of people have been talking about this DKML from Founders, and if you're not familiar with Founders, what does that stand for? Uh, Do you know, Dick Kicker Malt Liquor <laughs> takes you where you most <laughs> expect it. I believe that's the, it's something like that. It's close enough, anyways. The transition, okay. the translation might be lost with time, <laughs> but. Um, I like it. It's an imperial malt liquor aged in bourbon barrels, so they're really doubling down on wow the awfulness. So, like, if I had one of those awesome Mickey's like you gave me, and then aged it in a bourbon barrel, yeah, yeah, and it, we all know how good Mickey's is. It's so delicious. now it's funny because I saw this. At, I went to the beer store on Saturday. I took Aiden with me. Our first, actually, that was our first day together. I got him to eat from a bottle, and we went around town and everything. S- went to Target. Went to the beer store. I and, saw you had a day with him. Um, I saw this there, but it was a little more ex- expensive than I wanted to buy. Well, and it was cheaper so. for you than it was for me. It yeah, which is odd. I think, or fifty yeah. cents. I had, a, I did have a delicious uh, cider from Blake's Hard Cider Company, El Chavo cider brewed with some jalapenos. Jalapenos. Excuse me, some hab- habaneros. habaneros. This is quite good. You want to take a stab at the ABV of this one? Okay, so we're gonna have. Bourbon barrel malt liquor. Imperial I'm malt gonna liquor. S- I'm gonna say eleven point two. You are three percent off. Oh dang. And I did not cheat, folks. I, I did, did not, not cheat. cheat I, I did not do it. So it's bullshit. Uh pours I did not. It pours a really oh, murky gold color. Uh yeah, it looks like an IPA. It kinda looks like color, cider at least almost. From- it doesn't have a lot of head on it or anything. No, very. Low. It looks like low carb too. You're going for the kill. Oh, it smells like. So what is it? 11, 11.5, 11.6? No, no, the no. You were you were three full points off. It's fourteen. Fourteen point two percent. Oh gosh. So this okay. is the only Sorry. thing I'll be I drinking you said four, I thought you said I was three tenths off. Never mind. I was way mm-hmm. off. Holy crap! That's like barley wine territory. Well. To burn? Do you have that alcoholy taste, or? Um. Yeah, once it gets down, like once you've fully swallowed it and it gets down to your guts, it starts to warm, warm up a little bit. It's thicker. I, I mean, obviously, because it's barrel age, it's imperial. It's going to be kind of a viscous liquid, so to speak. But yeah. it smells more. Uh, bourbony than it tastes to be honest with you obviously i'm going to be sipping this so it'll probably warm up and i have a feeling that's when it'll be get be getting better uh because i i am drinking this pretty much straight out of the fridge so um okay. once it warms up i think it'll have a a little bit more of a of a flavor but honestly right now i don't i i'm not like super impressed it just well, tastes like bourbon. Liquor is yeah malt liquor kind of tastes like crap anyway and then 
Yeah. You think the bourbon would give it a little well, bit? The, mm, interesting. the hobo, um, you know, the German hobo malt liquor or whatever by Old Nation in the can. Yeah. Um, yeah. The tall can. I ha- I bought one of those as well and had it a couple nights ago. That's only 11 point something, I believe. And uh, has a much better taste, much better flavor. This is good. I'll recommend this if you can find it. Um, Dark Horse. It's Dark Horse. Oh, it's called yeah. uh, Rail Laspar. It's a uh, stout that's brewed with sarsaparilla root and vanilla beans. So you kind of get like a vanilla root beery yeah. taste to I it. I had that one um, a few eight, weeks. Eight and a half percent. A now, here's one that I thought I would like. Mango IPA by Oddside. Mm. Because I always like a lot of Oddside stuff. Very disappointed with it. What? Not a lot of mango flavor. I guess I'm really used to like... When I think of a mango beer, I think of like Founders Mango Magnifico, yeah. which is like a really, really good. So this was kind of disappointing because usually Oddside has a lot of good, especially those off flavors, really well. So um, back to you, though. You had to give – I know you only had this first impression, early impressions. What are you leaning to towards the DKML? It's What'd you say? starting like, at a – I'm going to give it the benefit of, a, of the doubt right now and assume it's going to get better. So I'll start it at a three yeah. and go from there. But it is not we'll – re- We'll revisit it yes. later on. We'll see if you how it I changes. I mean, by so. the end of this podcast, clearly I'm going to be uh, indecipherable crunked. and crunked. So, yes, I will have – You're going to be buying some King Cobra <laughs> on the street. Who says I don't already do that? So the jury's the jury's still out on this one, but uh, I'll let you know All if right. I remember to. I'll let you know my impressions afterward because this thing is expensive, and for the price right now, it's really not um, not living up up to it. So. Yeah, that's that's disappointing. Especially that's why I don't like to buy you know like those any of those large like that's why I hate when beers are in bombers because yep. a you're more expensive, but then b you're paying a lot more for something that you may not even like. And then you've got a ton yeah, of it. You better be splitting that or something. And they do have yeah. this in Bombers. I will say I do like their logo, though. If you're at a computer or something, look up the founder's DKML because it looks like a bottle of, like, old, uh, like, 1920s, 1930s uh, liquor. Ah, the old-timey coffee syrup. <laughs> a little bit of tonic ah. to help put hair on your head and be a more virile lover. Um, this this cures everything. Yes, it cures uh, how could it not it's cocaine but anyways um so i thought i'd be done with car updates right i i swore no more car updates but uh i i got the car running took it to my mom's everything was fine um i was still having a starting problem though i i drove it an hour away uh so at least 60 miles okay um yeah and by the time i was done at my mom's helping her it wouldn't start again so i brought it home uh, you know, jumped it, brought it home. It it run, it ran fine. Um, but if I shut it off and leave it there for like thirty minutes, dead. So what I did was, I'm I'm thinking, okay, do I have a power draw? Because you can have things that will short out or basically draw power from your battery, even though your car's off. Um, yeah, and it can kill your battery if you're not careful. And uh, it doesn't have to be a very high draw. It can be something as as simple as like, well, obviously leaving your dome light on or something overnight will kill it. But something this quick, you know, that's there's not a lot of things on on your car that would kill it as quickly as it was with this. So uh, I did some I did some testing to figure out what was wrong. Um, I'm and I'm I'm looking for this this current draw. So I, I'm measuring with a multimeter to see if I can see you know what how much is being drawn out 
Um, so I'm looking at this multimeter and I hook it up and the plan is you can hook it up in series with your battery, meaning you unhook one party, one side of your battery, hook up your multimeter leads to the post of the battery and the cable of your car. Mm -hmm. And it will tell you Mm -hmm. how much power is going through there. When I did that, and then what you would do is you would start pulling fuses until you found something that made it drop down to a reasonable okay. level. So that was my plan. But when I hooked it up, all I got was a, a, a negative one or a one in the left-hand most position of my multimeter, which is not a real number. That means you have an, it's open. It's like so much that it can't read it because um, I'm working on a 10-amp scale. So that means it's more than 10 amps. 10 amp, 10 amps. It really whips. <laughs> uh, it was not win amps. It was awful amps. Um, so then I started thinking about it and I'm like, what the hell? Like, what, what's going on? So I, I do voltage. I do a voltage check. So most, you know, your car battery is generally 12 volts, right? So you should see about 12 volts on your car battery when you check just the car battery. I checked the car battery and it says like 11.9. I'm like, well, that seems kind of low. So I'm sitting, I'm standing there watching it. So it says 11.90. Couple ticks later, 11.89. Couple ticks later, 11.88, or something like You're just that. Just watching it just go, going down. Just watching it go yep. down. So I'm like, well, that doesn't seem right. Pulled like when Obi Wan turns off the shield. <laughs> yes, exactly. The tractor yep. beam. Um. So I pull, I rip the battery out of there, and I take it to AutoZone, and I say, all right, let's get this tested. Throws it on the get in the zone. Auto zone. Uh, Sorry, I'm just one big walking meme today. That's okay. That should be a t-shirt. I'm just one big walking meme. Um, so I take it to AutoZone, and he says, "Well, it comes back and says that it is it's holding a two percent charge, and for best testing results, we need to charge it and then test it again." And I said, "Well, I just pulled this out of my car." Like this hasn't been sitting around or anything. If I jump it, it'll start. Um, you know, this isn't a, a battery that's just been sitting there. And he says, okay, well, you know, we can do this. And I said, that's fine. We'll get the alternator taken out of the equation to, to find out what's going on. So I come back an hour later. Um, I deal with a different person who is by far the worst person I've ever had to deal with at AutoZone. Um, just very unfriendly. Um, Dude, I've had very mixed uh, experiences with AutoZone. I don't enjoy going there whatsoever. Typically, I only I will go there already knowing what I need, and I'll just give them a part number. I don't go there for advice or anything. Anymore. Oh, nice. Um, so he said uh, he took it off, and he said, "Yep, it's bad. Um, it won't hold a charge." <laughs> and I said, "Yeah, that's kind of what I've assumed." So here's the real kicker. Here's the real shitty part. Uh-oh. So I bought a Duralast Platinum battery uh, four years ago. And I could I thought for sure it had like a four four year warranty or five year warranty on it. Not the case. Three year warranty. So I'm sitting there trying to remember what my freaking phone number was at the time that I bought this stupid battery. And he's like, "Well, it's not coming up." And I'm like, "Okay, you know, just trying to figure out why." Because I knew I bought it at an AutoZone. Why isn't it coming up? And he says, right. "Well, did you buy it?" more than three years ago and i said well you know i could have and he says well that's why it's not coming up it's expired so i was going in there thinking well at least i can just get it replaced and turns out i had to buy a new battery which sucked because it was 150 bucks basically yeah (sighs) however all that said it starts now yeah so that's the good news um barring any other issues it should truly be um 
well and well and done now. So we can start the burnouts for Callos. Yeah, then? yeah, I would say we could probably do that. Um, I do need to clean it up. It's been it's been stored for a while, so it's I, I haven't bothered to do anything nice with it um, because I didn't know if it was going to run. So why, you know, polish up a polish and wax a car if it's not going to go anywhere? So, which leads me into my next uh, my last story, which is um, it's good that I have this this car running now because I may. Well, I'm definitely working a job, but I'm not sure which job that will be. Out of the blue. Yes. Out of the blue, I get called. Now, I haven't, I've been sitting at home for probably the last year or so, definitely since Isaac's been born, so almost two years now, um, thinking I'll probably not get called on another film job ever again because there gets to be a point where you, you are saying no to enough jobs that they just don't call you back anymore. It's like you're the web of people in your network who are willing to be like, uh, hey, this person might not be able to do it, but here, here's uh, Lucas's phone number. So much of that is word of mouth, right? Oh, yeah. So if you hear people like say, oh, he never, you know, kind of, he never even answers or calls back. People would yep. be like, well, we're not even going to bother calling him. Yep, for- that's exactly the case. You don't even have to really be like somebody could just like you. You don't even have to have <laughs> – you know, uh, you don't have to be good at your job necessarily to just get on a a set. Now, whether or not you actually ever get work with those people again because of the way that you perform is a whole nother matter. But uh, I have definitely seen cases where you can be a complete dickhead and still get jobs, especially in Michigan, because when you're one of the few people who do certain jobs that stay in Michigan, um, that market tends to to be a pretty competitive one. So. Um, but anyway, so I get this job, so I get an email for a job. I don't know what it is and I won't be able to talk about it because it's the first one that I have ever had to sign an NDA for a non-disclosure oh, agreement. Man. Um, it's in Greenville, which is about an out, well, 45, 50 minutes away from here. Yep. Uh, it's two days. So it'll be, um, sun, uh, Saturday and Sunday. And I'll be a PA, which I hate PAing. Uh, that's a production assistant. It's the grunt. Um, you're pretty much the lowest person on the p- totem pole, and everyone knows it. So, uh, and you're typically most of the time you're a younger person, like twenties, early twenties, because you're just starting out. Um, however, I never really. You don't really have a place to kind of go when you're trying to become a creator of content. Like mm-hmm. you don't really kind of hook yourself into a camera position, for instance, because that's a that's like a separate thing. You if you work in camera, you'll get hired all the time. There's plenty of jobs for people who do camera stuff, but nobody hires for writers in Michigan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there's nobody asking for yeah. content creators. All the content creators right. are the people making the stuff. So they have they right. have their own little um, you know, people they like to work with. And then you're typically hired on as grunt work. So gaffers, grips, PAs, crafty, that kind of thing. So needless to say, I'm not exactly like excited for it, but the pay will be pretty good for a PA, which leads me to believe it's something that'll be interesting at least. And um, I don't know. It's been a while since I've been on a film set. So I'm just looking forward to knocking some raw stuff. Yeah. It'll be fun to get your feet wet now, again. Yes. Yes. Now here comes the problem though. This threw a real wrench oh. in the works today. Uh oh. I get a 
I get a call. No, well, completely different thing. I need to figure out why my phone just goes straight to voicemail for almost anybody who's not on my list, like my call list or my friends list, I guess I should say, my contacts. Yeah. Because the, my phone didn't ring. It just goes straight to voicemail. I don't know why it does that. But anyways, um, I get a voicemail and it's at first I thought it was from somebody from this company, like asking me about the job. But then the more I listened to it, the more I realized it was another um, company from California. The other one's from California, too, uh, looking for a production manager. And I'm like, that can't be right. Production manager. Like, is that I knew it was a TV show. So I thought, OK, maybe like the terms for TV are a little bit different. Like you have a showrunner, for instance, instead of a um, um, assistant director, stuff like that. So. I said, okay, what the heck is this? So I talked to Mike, who, of course, does film, and he's been on more sets than I have, so I thought maybe he'd know. Mm-hmm. He says, oh, yeah, it's a production manager, you know, half this, half that. You kind of are in charge of this and that. And she, so I call him up, and I and I just wanted to be prepared. I didn't want to be an idiot and be like, hey, what does this mean? <laughs> what are you trying to hire me for? I don't understand. Um, so I call him up and get some details on the job, and it's a, it's a, it's a, um, it's called Booze Traveler, and it's on the Travel Network. Yeah, when you mentioned this to me in our casual conversation, yeah. I was like, oh, I've, I've you know, seen commercials for this before. I'm familiar yeah. with it. So it's it's a legitimate thing, and uh, they are asking for someone who can work for three weeks, one week of pre-production, which means location scouting, stuff like that, and then two weeks of actual shooting. That's a huge commitment for me. Uh, that's a really tough order to, to uh, be able to find somebody to watch Isaac um, – you know, watch Cody because I don't really, I can't really say what my day is going to be like from day to day. One day I might right. be going out and checking out locations in grand Haven or something. And then the next day, you know, we might be shooting and I'll be gone for a straight eight hours or 12 hours or whatever. Um, and the other problem is that I've never done this before. I don't know where they got my <laughs> name from or what, but that would be like somebody saying, Hey, uh, you know, so-and-so, Jason could be an assistant director. And the only thing that you've done is PA and uh, you maybe work like twice a year. So that's kind of like where I'm coming from. So I kind of hemmed and hawed. I called Mike and I said, Hey, is this a job that you can just kind of walk into without any experience? And yes and no, it kind of depends on how, how you feel about it personally. And also the the pre-production aspect is probably going to be easier than the production aspect because the production aspect will be a lot busier and I will be dealing with like people coordinating people locations that kind of thing on a you know minute to minute basis basically so I kind of I was just kind of you know kicking my feet about it what what do I do I kind of felt bad because I want these people to know you know they're from California they do this like every day I don't want them to hire me on the basis that like, like uh, you said, fake it till you make it. And I do, I do get that to a certain extent. And there is a little bit of that in, in film jobs anyways, but I didn't want to get there and then have them be like, all right, uh, you know what to do. So, you know, you've done this before, so go ahead, do your thing. And I, I'll just be sitting there like, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to be sitting here asking them what, what to do and bothering them. Because, again, they're from... It's like that episode of uh, Seinfeld when George gets that special project from uh, 
Mr. W- Mr. Wilhelm, and he goes and he's like, as he starts to explain it to him, he goes into the bathroom, and George just stands out and waits for him, and he comes out. Finally, George goes in there, and Wilhelm comes out of the stall, and he's been talking to George, explaining the project the whole time. He's like, "Well, you better get oh, started." Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> so he has no idea what to do, what his project is, but it's supposed to be doing yep. one. Yeah, it does kind of feel like that. So I, what I ended up doing was I emailed her, and she she seemed really cool. The contact there at the the production stu- studio. Um, she seemed really cool. Uh, the conversation on the phone was very laid back. Um, it's it's still very kind of nebulous as far as like what I would be doing. So basically what I told her was, you know, it, it it's going to be difficult for me to find uh, people to watch Isaac and everything, but it's not impossible. However, I want you to know I've never done this job before and I don't have a very large contact network. I want, I feel more comfortable with her knowing that before they hire me than me trying to like weasel my way into getting the job Yeah. in this particular instance anyways. So what it really comes down to. So you for sure are doing the, the, the three day shoot, uh, two day shoot. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday. Two day shoots. Yeah. Um, and so now I just got to hear back. I emailed her, um, a little while ago at six and they're on California time. So, yeah. Um, they didn't email me back. I, I, I assumed I probably wouldn't hear from from them from till tomorrow. But I figure it's better to be safe this way than try to, because it's such a small shoot too. She said only five people mm-hmm. are, are are flying in for the shoot. So, yeah. like, it could go one way or the other. They could not care and be like. And I when I talked with Mike, he made a good point with my small network connection. Um, he has been trying to get people for stuff he's been doing, and everyone's busy already. So I don't know a lot wow. of people who work in film and they, if they expect me to hire my own PAs and stuff, I don't have anyone to turn to. So that's not going to help them at all. So basically, yes, I'm getting a side job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You want to work for three, well, two weeks. Um, so basically all that to say, I, I feel like this is the more responsible route, even though the pay is excellent. It's far more than I've ever been paid. Um, it's a weekly rate. Let's just put it that way. So usually you get a daily rate if it's a crappy job and a weekly rate if it's a good job. Um, not always true, but usually it stands true. So I feel like I should have went this way. I did. And we'll go from there. So the answer is not no. But if I mean, they wanted to start me as early as today or tomorrow. So to do pre-production. Oh, wow. So. I might have to give the other production a call and be like, Hey, a better thing popped up. Sorry. This never happens to me, but it did one time. And now here's the thing, <sighs> you know, you gotta be like, Hey, speaking of booze, yes. I know a great show called <laughs> battle of the beer. You might've heard of it on YouTube. Before. I kind of alluded you should to probably pro- <laughs> already. I said, I said, regardless of, of whether, of what happens, I said, this show is totally up my alley. Um, Cause I'm a beer guy. And I think they do mostly liquor on this show, but, um, you know, beer and liquor, they kind of never, they sh- never, yeah, sicker. that's true too, but they usually show up in the same place. So, um, so yeah, I mean, if that happens, I'll be off for three or I'll be gone for three weeks and then we might not have a show at all for at least one of the weeks. Where's that, uh, location at? It'll be in Grand Rapids, but they're going to see, and this is where it kind of gets, like I said, nebulous, uh, they're starting in Grand Rapids, but when they're shooting, I think they're going to some other areas in the Great Lakes area. Cause she did tell me okay. that they would provide for hotels and, and stuff like that. So, oh, cool. um, 
that leads me to believe that during filming, I may be overnight staying somewhere else or even gone for those whole weeks as we travel around following the production. Just kind of depends on how far away it is from Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. Like, I don't want to get that far into this conversation without knowing I can even do it and that they understand that I'm right, not an expert right. here. So. so so for those, let's just look at a quick synopsis of Blue Traveler. Blues Traveler. Uh, the description from the Travel ch- Travel Channel's website is, In Booze Traveler, cocktail connoisseur Jack Maxwell seeks out the people, places, customs, and cultures behind drinks across the globe. So I'm assuming if he's coming to get this part in West Michigan, I'm sure it's got to be about craft beer then and not cocktails because, I mean, I don't think we're known for any special no, like, the only The only like thing that. I can think of is New Holland, and there's one in Grand Rapids that does their own distilling. Yeah. Some, yeah, Long Road, isn't it? Long Road, I think it's in. Yeah, Long Road. Yep. But, but, hmm. All right. Well, very. There's wild, wild stuff. Yeah, maybe I'll have a Twitter update tomorrow. I probably shouldn't even be talking about any of this, but they didn't have me sign an NDA, so. Yeah, and you didn't talk. Hey, do you want to break the NDA on the other one while we got you? <laughs> I would if I knew anything kidding. about it. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I wouldn't. I kid, I kid. Um, so, yeah, that was kind of one of those moments where. Awesome. My st- it's kind of exciting. It's been a long time, and all of a sudden you're like, hey, let's get you back It's in the exciting, game. but my anxiety for this type of thing really rears its ugly head when this when this stuff happens. I get so nervous. I, It's a terrible job for me to do because I'm awful at meeting new people. I don't do well in new situations and that's like all of filmmaking. So I really kind of jumped the shark on that one. Yeah. Well, well there you'll have that, but that's it. That's it. So things could be getting uh, interesting huh? or they could just be very boring. And I just wasted a lot of people's time <laughs> with a dumb story. So, which is <laughs> typical. So, Oh no. Oh, uh, Oh, geez. Well, hey, let's keep the show going. Let's talk some what you play. Uh, let's see. Jessica and I uh, couldn't figure out what to watch, and after we couldn't find any movies on Netflix. Don't you hate that? You like go through the what's trending, the new, and it's like the same shit always. I feel like, at least in our app, trying to find stuff is terrible. I feel that like, way too. Really I see the same stuff anything. all the time. And yeah, so I don't know how their algorithms work and what they show you. So finally, they're like, "Well, let's just finish Glow." So we watched like you know the last three episodes of that. Um, I have to say the last like definitely the last two, but probably the last three were my favorite. Yes, it definitely gets better. Uh, I mean, it definitely gets a lot better. The first pretty much at least when they move into the apartments is kind of when it got better for me. It was like okay, now we're getting into character development and everything. Yeah, so we definitely enjoyed how it uh, how it ended. We I think. Just enjoyed it a little more than what she originally would. Um, I liked all the wrestling stuff. <laughs> so, yeah. But it was just cool how I were left off. So we really enjoyed that. Um, just is a big fan of Jason Bateman. So he has a new show that's on there that was been promoted called Ozark. I've seen this, yeah. Um, we started to watch season the first episode, didn't finish it. That bad she, or just added to it? She, vet- she, she, um, she vetoed it. Oh, <laughs> it, I see um, what you're saying. It was like... I don't know. It was really confusing at the beginning and then very much a slow burn. And then um, he's coming from like a dysfunctional uh, marriage. So like the the husband and the wife, like don't talk, don't have a good relationship. He's like watching pornography while she's in the same room. What's what's weird about that? And then when we stopped watching, he was um, soliciting a prostitute at the time. And then she's like, okay, I've had enough. But she was, it was, and it's true. She's like, she's like, why is it 
in every why is in every movie this is what the husband and wife are like and then and then the husband always is like this and it's like the it's because that's it's drama now <laughs> but yeah i was just like man you should, i'm like you got a point it's like the it's like the go-to uh dysfunctional relationship stuff that we have to see now so we it is we didn't invent, it is didn't it is that. it is prevalent but i think it also speaks to kind of like where we are at a little bit as a society if that's what we relate to now because i mean you can even like it says people who like this on imdb also liked breaking bad which is another example of um a marriage that basically goes to hell in a handbag um glow i mean there's the marital problems not of the main character but of the second the um secondary lead or whatever you want to say of uh what's her name mm-hmm. and that's not a spoiler i mean you learned that in a few uh episodes so yeah. i mean especially if you end up watching a lot of those in a row i could see that now thankfully i end up watching dumb fantasy movies so they don't the only <laughs> the only relationship stuff you get is like guy gets girl at the end of the movie and everybody goes Ugh, of course so all right right so we didn't finish that. We probably won't go back to it anytime soon. Um, it did. We did start watching uh, Last Chance U yes. season two. Watched the first episode of that because that came back on. Um, looking forward to journeying down that road. Won't really say a whole lot there because we, it's more of the same that you got it's from you know, spoiler, the spoiler. I so. already watched the whole thing. Oh my god! <laughs> See, that's one of those shows that we throw on. At when we eat dinner because we don't really care that much yeah. and so it just kind of plays <laughs> well I tell you what man if you don't pay attention you're not going to understand some of those kids man you're not going to understand I what they hate say. to say it but yeah it's, it's, true. it's, 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 it's difficult sometimes and then uh, game wise Splatoon still playing that there still playing that there squid now, game I don't, I don't know if you addressed this but I was listening to uh, and you may have already talked about it but I was listening to uh, the most recent, as of yesterday, uh, episode of the Podquisition, Jim Sterling's podcast. And um, thank God. I only me. listen to it because it's typically something that's almost the perfect length for me to do outdoor lawn work and stuff. Um, and so. If you're looking for the perfect podcast <laughs> to do outdoor work, too, I hear Flexipose is a great. That's true. Great. We're easy to offering. drown out with uh, manual labor and uh, not. You feel like you accomplished something, but you're not really sure what it was. And if you had to, if someone asked you, oh, what was that episode about? You'd be like, you know, I don't really know. I don't really know. And we excel at that. <laughs> I don't even know what those it's guys true. talked about, but they were on my ears and my for three ears hours. are loving it. Um, anyways, they were talking about how there's a game mode called Salmon Run, right? And yeah. they were yep. they were having a bit of a rough time with the fact that it is rotating yeah they have hourly it. or something well, it used to be well, not even hourly it used to be very very less frequent like multiple day span in between but now they've really okay. changed it i mean now it's up like um i can't i think i can like one started today at 2 p.m and it'll run until like 2 p.m tomorrow uh, okay. and then another one will start uh on like 8 a.m on the third and run for 24 hours. Cause before they were only, it was only like a 12 hour span, but now it seems they've increased it to 24 hours mm-hmm. every time. But yeah, there is most of the time, at least like a day when you won't be able to get to it. Um, but if you have, if you have the luxury of being able to have, if you have actual physical friends <laughs> that have a switch, you can play salmon run 
in local mode oh, anytime okay. you want, but that's just not. They were just lamenting that if you had option. friends online, it would be really difficult to. You would ha- basically have to be on call to play Salmon Run when you finally find out that it's, you know, in the rotation, I guess, so to speak. And I could see that. I was like, yeah, I understand. As a as an older guy who doesn't, you know, get out of high school and then sit online until two o'clock in the morning anymore. Uh, I could see that as a problem. That was all. That was my only point. Yeah, it's a fun mode. I was playing it. That's what I was playing just before we ran out the show because each each um they have daily rewards you can get and then they have a monthly like item, like gear that you can earn. And you get some really like you can make a ton of uh gold that you can spend in game on buying gear through it. But it's fun. It's like, you know, it's a horde mode. Four players, three rounds, it gets progressively harder and like it's just it's just fun little it's a, it's a nice because it's so different than all the other yeah. modes. When including so much a multiplayer shooter, it's nice to have something, you know, completely different. And I've I've always enjoyed it, and it's fun. I've had good times playing with completely random people, and I've had great times when I've actually, you know, been able to play with people I know. So there's that. Okay. I see. Well, is there anything else in the mix? Uh no, that's really it for all me right. right now. More of the same, and. Uh, I did start the single player, so I hope to um, start nice. going through that because you can earn some uh, cool skin, cool alternate skins for your some, some of the fat weapons. loot, so to speak. I like. Yep. I, I do like me some fat loot. I, I'm still debating if I'm going to get Metopia, that crazy oh, yeah. me centric RPG. Because that, that my came vote out is last that Friday. you do, but only because I thought it was very charming when you showed it when I looked at the videos and the pictures. I was a thief. If I remember correctly, which is very true to, to real life because I, I actually, uh, moonlight as a thief. So there's that. What are you doing? Jason's taking care of something very important. At least you better I be was. because you were, you were like off and I was like, you were troubleshooting or something for a second. Uh, stupid drama. So that's okay. me. Um, well, how about you, sir? Of, what have you got? I, I did. I tried to do your your your, your list justice. You did. If week. if by justice you mean read what I wrote, then yeah, you did. You did perfect. Because <laughs> well, Lucas played this. Yeah. I guess he liked it. I mean, yeah. he said it There's was There's not much more to, to explain other than um, the I guess the reason why I found Batman the Killing Joke to be so bad was just the writing was just terrible. Um, there's this kind of weird relationship between Batgirl and Batman for the first like half hour and it feels very throwaway and very unneeded um and the dialogue is just so like this is my intent and I'm going to tell you exactly what that intent is even for the Joker which I mean he's not always read between the lines and that can work for him because he's so crazy read read between the lines (laughs) I hate you he gave Yes. I held up three. I held up my I'll three middle guess. fingers. And, you know, yeah. I'll let you guess which ones they guess are. Guess which one yeah. I'm talking about. I really hate this microphone. Let's see. I'm going to talk. Am I super? That's, that's way worse. Whoa. You're lower. I'm like, I'm like, I am like, well, that's the thing, though. I feel like that's what I, I feel like something doesn't make sense because this setting is supposed to be for omnidirectional. Uh-huh. So it's supposed to pick up more things. Supposed to be for audio and podcasting, but I feel like that picks up. Like I'm talking over here, I'm not even close to my mic, and you can it's hear like me pretty they, good. They put it in backwards. 
here. Yeah, that's almost what I wonder. But I don't. This think isn't so. the first time that we've talked about this before, and I'm. I know, and I've looked at this. I've looked at the settings. I really many do times. think that it got screwed many up times. because when you just did that, you definitely shouldn't be able to hear uh, yourself that far away. Like, there's. I mean. Well, like right now, if I don't talk, you can hear my computer. Fans, yeah, right? I always have to. Um, I usually apply a filter so that that'll get drowned out. So what about I mean, right now? No, you don't. No, you, you don't sound good. Anything. You actually sound a little bit richer in that mode. Hmm. Like you have some money lining well, your pockets. <laughs> I can hear the jingle jingle. The, the the issue would be though. I have to be. I'm right up on my microphone, and I can't even get it to. Uh, I can't even get above negative twelve. Hmm. You sound fine to me, but I'm also like that too. But I have a different style of <clears> mic, so. And I don't know about what this setting's like. What does this sound like? I'm a talking to you. It sounds very talkie similar talkie. to the, the first setting. Mm. This is, as you can so see, nice. we're very professional here. We've only nah. been doing this for almost three years. Yeah. <laughs> I get sidetracked. More moral of the story is I probably would like to upgrade this microphone. Uh, I know of a good three hundred dollar microphone. Not too expensive, obviously, for someone. The Yetis have gone on sale frequently, but I still can't justify dropping like eighty bucks on them. Yeah. You well, know, you need a you need a web. that webcam first, so oh. I can see every beautiful pore. Yeah, that would be a, that's a higher priority than the microphone. Right. Good point. None okay. of this counts so as sorry. my what you playing as I, time. As I derailed the train here, you were trying to tell me. Oh, about... I was just saying that the Killing Joke has terrible writing. Uh, it's very it's yeah. very on the on the nose dialogue. I'm doing these things because I'm crazy. You know, it's like we know that we don't need you to say it. You're dressed up as a freaking Joker. I don't know. I, I found it not to be that great. It was OK, but it wasn't anything to write home about. Uh, I would I wouldn't bother watching it unless you're a diehard Batman fan, in which case it might just upset you. I don't know. Um, so, yeah, that's yeah. why I didn't have a lot of fun with it. It that's was disappointing. disappointing because I was I know that's like one of the most beloved stories. And I, I remember I think we talked about it one time that Mark Hamill was only willing to come back as the Joker if they did uh, the killing joke. So uh, wow. I feel like they did a piss poor job of <laughs> of translating that. Um, so what have I been doing? Uh, more Dragon Age, dude. I've got this thing. I'm playing Dragon Age, at least Inquisition, probably three hours a day at the very least. I am mainlining this wow. thing. It's, if I remember correctly, when I first started playing it, which I've, I thought it came out in 2015, but it came out in 2014, which I think must have been the tail end of 2014. And I think I remember complaining that there's just so much to do. And I had a problem with that at first. But once you start getting invested in, in everything... I will say that the side quests and everything and the collections and everything that I have been doing that normally I would have a problem with here, they're done uh, from a story perspective or a character like um, understanding more of your side characters, uh, the your party members, like understanding where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. It all a lot of them play into that stuff and um, just kind of develop the history of the the world more and the lore of the world more which is kind of important to me because you know i've spent a lot of time previous in this world anyways but this is 10 years after everything that happened in dragon age anyway 
So um, it's kind of interesting to see, like, a, from a world bu- world building perspective, how all of these um, stories kind of relate as far as like side missions go and everything. So all that to say, it's taking forever because I'm doing side missions and all of that other shit. So. Plus, you have, like, crafting you can do. You're collecting minerals and you're crafting mm-hmm, your mm-hmm. own armor and stuff, which is fun. But you also, that means you're crafting armor for everybody in your party, especially if you're like me and you you kind mm-hmm. of switch people out here and there. So that can almost feel tedious at, at points. Um, Random question. Did you ever play any of the older... Um, this is... Who made... Uh, wait, Bioware? who makes... Uh, Dragon yeah. Age. Is it by where? Yeah. Did you ever play one of the, the older RPGs? Did you ever play um, <sighs> Baldur's Gate? Yes. I never beat Baldur's Gate, but I definitely I played them back when they came out. Because uh, one of the podcasts I listened to weekly, New Game Plus, that was one of the ones they, they had talked about, uh, not this week, but last week Whoa. was Baldur's Gate. And it was just kind of interesting to hear like what Bioware did in the what the early nine in the mid nineties, late nineties, yeah, mid nineties, I, I would say, with 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 that game and the scope of that compared to what, you know, they do now. It's just quite fascinating. Yeah, well, it definitely shows you that, you know, you can have elements of Baldur's Gate in games. Like, Dragon Age has always had a tactical top-down camera if you really want it to, but it doesn't. Yeah, oh, that that was the thing, I think, the, 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 the poor part about that game is, like, yeah, you'd have to frequently, like, pause. In this one, I have not stuff. had to do that as much, but in the second and first one especially, there was definitely a lot yeah. more of that. Um like I said, I've gotten much farther than I ever had been before. Um, I am I am going to do spoilers because I know you don't. You probably will never play this game. And no, I'll never play it. I never will even go back. It's and two, Dragon three Age, years so. old now, and a lot. If you're going to play it, you probably have played it already. Um, I've gotten to kind of the the keep as the Inquisition uh, that you kind of make your castle and your headquarters, and uh, turns out that the bad guy from the second game is the bad guy from this game. You ended up killing him, and Ooh. he comes back as Corypheus, which uh, he is, to put it in quick uh, quick terms that everyone can relate to, he basically made himself an angel so that he could go to heaven um, through magic, and it tainted, um, it tainted heaven. It basically turned heaven uh, into a wasteland, and... I guess his point of view is that, oh, there's no God, obviously, then, because of of the fact that he went there and that happened. Not yeah. today, priest. So he's a bad guy. He's not very <laughs> he's not very fun. And uh, I mean, I'm enjoying it. Like every time I feel like I'm getting bored with something, something new comes along or I do a story mission that uh, furthers the story. And I, I'm really appreciating the writing and everything. It's just enough. It's just enough that, like, when I come back to it, like, I, I forgive a little bit of dialogue clunkiness with a longer game like this because I'm coming back, you know, after playing for three hours and then, like, I come back two days later and forget what the hell everything, who is who and everything. So, right. yeah, I'm just having a lot of fun with it. Um, I still have a long ways to go probably, so I'm sure I'll be talking about this for. Well, yeah, that, that's I'm yeah, sure that's a for, given. For plenty of episodes from now. Uh, so what have I been watching then? Uh, Castlevania. I think I, I, I beat this, uh, or beat this game. I watched this. You like Castlevania. I do. I do. We're going to say that every time. 
it's sorry. I apologize. And the horrible part is most people don't even know. Oh, I mean, we've said what it's from, but I no. doubt anybody has we looked do. it up yet. So, just like we always say, you guys should go watch Metal Gear <sighs> Awesome. It's the best web video My ever. Exploding. Yeah, we do say a lot of things, and most people are wise enough not to follow our advice. Um, so I I watched all of Castlevania and one or no, I watched the first episode, which was okay. I know you did. Did you end up ever finishing this? I just no. I've only the, watched the first episode so far. I the second and especially the third and fourth episodes get much better, but it definitely picks up in episode two. Let me just tell you that because the first, while well, the first one was okay, you. I can't believe there's only four episodes. That's yeah, four it's because um, somebody else had said that it's basically a movie that they chopped into four episodes, and when you think about it that way, after watching it, you can definitely tell that that's the case. Um, so it does seem like they chopped a two-hour movie into four episodes. But once you get into episode two, you meet Trevor Belmont and whoever – like his voice actor and the, the writing for his dialogue and everything is really good. Uh, it could have came off really cheesy and like kind of like a devil-may-care attitude that's typical of anime. But I think here it's a little self-conscious of that and it kind of plays on that enough that I don't mind it as much. So there's not there's not a lot of like typical anime tropes, thank God, because otherwise I wouldn't have watched. It. Oh, okay. So, like space pirates, yes, Captain Harlock. Yes. There's no there's no um, university students with uh, eight hot big boobed girls, you know, and he's and he's like, Ooh, I, I did like, I, I, did I, like I don't that. know why nobody likes me. I need to freaking watch Voltron. So yeah, like, you do. Season three so is almost out. Holy crap. Um. And then, so yeah, if you give Castlevania another chance, if if you didn't like uh, the first episode, give the second one a chance. It's only thirty minutes. I it definitely picks up a lot, a lot better in that episode. Um, Last chance, you and then Game of Thrones. I know you watched this today. Um, We watched it last night. We're we're typically Monday watchers, Monday night watchers. Um, I don't. I really like yes, I was going to say, we're so not going to spoil it because it's only been two days since it came out. But I, yeah, it just keeps getting better and better. It, it's one of the series that I do feel like it's, it is a little bit predictable in the sense that now we know that nobody's safe, really. But I feel like it's more realistic in that sense. Like, I never think to myself, well, that person's the hero, so they'll never die. You know what I mean? Like, it's gotten a little bit... Mm like haven't been so many people dying lately but it's still like i never quite know what to expect so i do feel like it's it does that out of like the best out of a lot of the shows i've seen so you know call it a gimmick if you want i'm i don't know i think it's enjoyable and i do think that it's actually going somewhere none none of its filler and uh, i mean at this point they have so many characters that they (laughs) All they have to do is fill, film a three-minute scene with each character, and they'll have a 60-minute episode. So how can you go wrong? Something to love for everybody. Hey. So this That's right. just gets better and better with each episode. So hopefully it uh, – I mean, with only seven episodes in the season, you would think that they they will have this one really like tightened up and won't feel like there's too many uh, wasted episodes or wasted scenes and – the story will move on, and I mean, we only got one season after that. So, what can you say? Nothing. You can't say nothing at all, because you're going to be too busy weeping and 
and being very upset. Like a weeping willow. Because that's what the internet does. I'm curious as, um, because, you know, the book, we're still waiting for another book to come out, and I wonder how different this will end up being well, what he plans yeah, to do that, with the novel. I wonder about that, too, because I remember him saying, because when I was looking at the comics, I had seen a quote from him that basically said, I've never intended each of those mediums to have the same world. There'll be slightly different changes for each medium, and it will benefit mm-hmm. that particular medium. So much like The Walking yeah, Dead is that's done, true. Where it's Robert Kirkman has said, you know, it's just multiple branches of the same storyline, you know, where they just go off and, you know, get a what if scenario and it gives you a chance to see what happens if this. Did yeah. This and that's a good, that's a good way. That's a good uh, um, comparison there. So, cause you almost want to be like, well, why am I even going to bother reading the books now? I kind of <laughs> feel that way. <laughs> you know? Honestly, I've tried, I told you, I tried reading the first one and it's just, it's daunting to know that I will be reading this for yeah. probably two years. If I try reading all of them with the rate that I read, I don't remember where I left off. I think I left off in book three. I don't even remember. It's been a long time. I bought those right before we went on our honeymoon. That Good tells Lord. you how long ago I started. Yeah. So coming up on five years. If you're anything like me trying to hop back into something, I always just feel like I I feel beholden to just start over again. So I, I I don't want to miss. I'm I'm so like, I don't want to miss things or misremember things that I just feel like I need to start over again, which is why I never FOMO FOMO. Oh God. Yeah. That's pretty much uh, that's our culture that we live in now. That's why we, that's why I do humble bundle. What if I what if I cancel my humble bundle subscription and then like the game I really want to play is on there? What will I do, Jason? How will I live with myself? Knowing I missed that. You won't out. be able to. Anyway. You exactly. Well, let's do an overclock remix. How about that? I will How say real that? quick that sounds delicious. And what else has been delicious that is that once this warmed up, a little bit better. We're up to a three point five now. And just a quick beer update. Okay. I'm sure we were all, everybody has been listening thinking, yeah, but what about the score update on Lucas's beer? <laughs> I need oh, to know. Yeah. Little a little bit, bit better. better. It's getting there. I don't think it will surpass a four. I don't see that happening at this point. Shall I spin the wheel? Okay. Yes. Tick, 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 tick. I have to have it. I have to have it silenced because otherwise it. Unfortunately, you have to silence the entirety of Chrome because you can't just do one thing and my Google Hangouts will explode if I leave the sound on. So that is why you get click, 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 boom. Uh, well, tell Danette to stop texting you mm. when you're podcasting. That's like telling someone not to breathe. Just so it didn't happen. <laughs> hey, I know you're doing the podcast right but, now. Hey, but... real quick. <laughs> um, let's see what, okay, let's see what Castlevania <laughs> song this is going to be. Don't so we decided, now we said that there's please. like 30 spots now, isn't there? Or we, we noticed there were more. All I right. don't know. Well, There's a I'm lot I'm just going to have to count here. from the top. So, uh, Oh, so, okay. Uh-huh. So this isn't too bad. I'm pretty sure we've never featured this uh, game as a OC remix. And that game is, uh, it's number 17 Ooh. that came up. And it is Crash Bandicoot 2, Cortex Strikes Back. Do you see it on the list, my friend? Oh, um, I think I'm on the wrong page. There's only one see. page 
to rule them all. Uh, the song is called Subdimensions by Rexy. Oh, there it is. I didn't see that there. I saw no problem. Past it. Thank you. When I had my screen minimized, it didn't show up. All right, yeah. Um, Cortex Strikes Back. Uh, this is called Warp Room. Uh, Subdimensions. It features the song, uh, the Warp Room song from the game, uh, which was uh, Crash Bandicoot 2. Cortex Strikes Back, released in 1997 uh, by Sony. It's a great time to talk about Crash because many, maybe many of you are playing the uh, Insane Trilogy remasters that are out now. Ah, uh, I heard. I loved the Crash games back in the day. I played. I had I had them all. I had all three in Crash Team Racing. Oh on yes, the Crash Racing. Uh, let's see. This is a pop genre mood of energetic and happy. Uh, instrumentation is chip tunes, hand drums, piano, and synthesizer. Uh, we're gonna play this remix, and we will come back for a little. Netflixation, and if you enjoyed this remix, you can find many, many more at Overclock Remix, which is ocremix.org.
All right, we are back from Overclock Remix, and it is time for Netflixation. It's been a long time coming, so if you have forgotten what we do, Netflixation, we pick a film from Netflix, we watch it, and then we talk about it. We now do this monthly. Once it was weekly, then it was bi-weekly. Now it's the last show of the month. Unfortunately, this past month, the show we wanted got removed on Netflix before we could even do it. So we'll, we'll probably wait and pick and announce two weeks prior. So we'll wait until mid-month to pick the show that we'll watch for the end of the month. Uh, this week's selection was No Escape, suggested by Josh Bones himself, because he wanted to redeem for his awesome The Bone Man Died selection. If you don't recall, it had Henry Rollins in it. Guess what? He, he, he never did die. He, he never died. So um, No Escape is described by Netflix as... They moved halfway around the world to start a new life, but now they'll be lucky what a, just to survive. That's a very, like, 80s or 90s back of the DVD, like, uh, you know, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember how to get the other description. Uh, you have to pay extra for that feature. Yeah. Either way, Lucas, do you feel like that? I mean, that could be a lot of things, but yeah. I mean, it's a... It's... The most basic way of of saying that you could you could um, you could write that exact description and slap it on that impossible movie that we watched and it would mean exactly the same. So, I mean, they went the safe route. Let's just put it that way. I, yeah. I, if I had to grade it, I would say it's a C um, for effort. Hmm. So. <laughs> There you go. Wow, Rogue One is only a 92% match for me. That's disappointing. Well, you're going to hate 8% of that. Rogue One. Rogue One. That's how that uh that's how that works, right? I guess so. I guess so. Um so we'll just give you the quick overview of the plot here. Yeah, the family uh you got to say it too. Wow. Wow. Wait, no. That's wow. the wrong that's the wrong wow. 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 It's it's a little bit stonerish wow. and a little bit like. I love I love the wow. lightsaber. Wow. There's a video skit wow. of all, all lightsaber wow. sound effects being Owen Wilson saying "Wow, <gasps> wow." <laughs> so Owen Wilson's family, which is still I still can't get over Owen Wilson and Lake Bell in a serious role because I've only seen them in comedies. Uh, <laughs> move their family to an undisclosed country that neighbors Vietnam. Um, because he works for. Cardiff Technology is known in, in is, Home Catch Fire. <laughs> he, uh, he got a I'm he's an engineer. engineer and he just got the new job there. So he had to relo- relocate the whole family overseas. Uh, they get settled into a hotel. There's it's well, I guess we we've are previously treated to a scene of the the prime minister being assassinated, and this happens. You know, as they are arriving, I think, or just as they arrive, um, because then there's like an open rebellion in the city against uh, of this capital city. I'm assuming it's the capital. Of this, and then just, basically everything goes to shit. And there's these rebels that are killing everyone, especially any Americans they see. And it's just a uh, uh, one horrific trial after another as they try to keep their family alive and escape. But this is, is no uh, this this is what they said when uh, they hired him to Cardiff. Oh God, I you know what? What a failure! I forgot I re 
I need to just leave my. Uh, they said, "Oh I God, I, I, don't I even muted know. my thing again." Here we need an engineer. I'm an engineer. <laughs> you remember that was specifically <laughs> for Jason and anyone who's ever played uh, enemy oh, territory. Oh God, that but, is yeah. Wolfenstein sound effects. I love it. Um, so I mean, there's not a whole lot of plot here. You don't need to know because it's I mean, an it's hour of an running thriller, in so one direction, and that direction is see. away. <laughs> I. Like, Josh tweeted at us, you know, as he was watching it, and he was like, man, this, I forgot, I need to watch the comedy after this, because this movie's yes. pretty intense. And I have to just go right and agree with them. Like, I was not prepared for <laughs> this movie. It it, it 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 hit me the same way that the one about this Oh, comedy. as in, like, you know? that, could, that could be my family, man. Oh. Well, not the family stuff, but just, like, these scenes oh of oh, oh you mean from like and, the the personal you know, tr- or the tragedy of all these people yeah just the tragedy there were a couple times stuff, i was like you know so well. let's sure. uh lucas let's just go right into it what did you like about wow well uh you know i would say that as, as far as action movies go i tend to like my action movies uh that <laughs> yes, the side yes. Of so it gets a fail from me from that standpoint but i don't know i i do like i do like the uh, the uh, movies that have a tendency to just kind of push in one direction and they kind of don't stop going until the end i feel like i know that's kind of you you can have you can have action movies that don't do that okay you don't have to have they don't have to all be um you know start to finish action, 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 action. But I do appreciate ones that are fairly entertaining while doing that. And I would say that I, I liked it here Uh, as far as like what this story is about. If it was any more, uh, if there was more family bonding than already occurred in this, I would feel like it was too broken up. Like it wasn't like it would have an identity problem. But I actually kind of think after watching it and considering it for a little bit, it's a little bit more over the top actiony than I expected. Only because there's some certain there's certain things that yeah. happen in it that made me think that. And so when I see that it didn't like stop and try to be like super serious, uh, like super emotional, I guess mm-hmm. is what I'm trying to say. Then um, I I kind of liked it more. Not to say that it isn't emotional, but it, it wasn't yeah. like. It wasn't trying too hard to be that way, and I appreciated that. So, start to finish action movies okay, are always yeah. good in my book. Yeah, I want to say I I I was surprised, and I I think I would enjoy uh, both Lake Bell and Owen yeah. Wilson in their respective roles. You know, I think. Um, I mean, yeah, is there character development in this movie? No, but I mean, I don't think you expect it to. You already know. Yeah, you already know who everybody is. and You don't need deep characters to run away from bullets and uh, machetes. You know what you're going to get. So so with that regard, you know, I I enjoyed that. I, um, I enjoyed the action because you know what? What this movie did, it like it. Yeah, it got me. I don't want to say invested, but I was like, through like scenes of high anxiety and and anticipation, and, and I was like, not on the edge of my seat, but I just got that feeling like, oh man, what's gonna, you know? I kind of was able to just kind of get yeah. lost into what I was watching, 
and enjoy and just focus in on that. Um, and so I definitely was kind of like a little bit on the edge of my to cliche phrase, you know, <laughs> on the edge of my seat, like, oh, what's what's gonna happen? But more or less, too, I was just like, holy shit, what keeps happening? You know, it's like it, it just gets from bad to worse. So I like, um, I think I like the pacing too because it just kind of keeps going. It just keeps coming at you, even if even at uh, thrasher or you know slasher horror movie levels or yeah. bad guys just yeah. don't die. Well, we'll get to that yeah. in but, a few minutes. Um, yeah. yeah, I would agree with everything you said, and I don't think I have much to. Oh, I liked the music. Weirdly enough, like it, it doesn't really stand out in my mind, but when I listened to it, I thought. That's actually pretty decent. There's something about it that is a little different than what I would have expected from most movies. Yes, Kenny, specifically Kenny the Kenny. You, do you guys like Kenny Rogers? Yeah, sure. I I for I forwent the um, racist stereotype voice this time. If you'll notice, he wasn't just an American from <laughs> Michigan who happened to be in first That's time true. for everything. I'm That's true. Suppose. So. I don't know if I could add much more likes other than like, yeah, I just kind of was pleasantly surprised. So, hmm. well, there you go. What about? Okay, well, let's let's flip it to the other card. What were our dislikes? I have a few that stuff. kind of flip between dislike and nitpick, but I, I am going to pick one. Okay. Dislike, and it does have to do with like basically two events that were seemingly similar, maybe even three, if I'm remembering correctly, but I kind of feel like the same, the same circumstances played out three different times. And that was almost get caught, kind of get caught. How are they going to escape and then escape? And then yeah. that plays out two more times. Yeah. Above that. Yeah. It definitely fell into like that formula. It was like a formula within a formula. So Mm-hmm. it's not so much a pacing issue as it is the way that they just like wrote in the way that these scenarios are played out, I guess. So that was the one thing that kind of took me out of it. And then I have a nitpick that kind of goes along with that, but that would be, I, I would guess that's my like one major dislike um, that I can for sure say I didn't like that about the movie. Uh. I think I'm going to say this is a dislike because I think it's it feels more strongly about it than as a nitpick is that uh, the film's pretty xenophobic yes. in nature. Yeah, that was a nitpick for me. Where it's like you have no extreme. You either have every uh, what I don't know every native. I guess that's how I used to describe them. Is either a bloodthirsty rebel that's going to murder you or they're just screen fodder. You know, we don't, we don't, I don't know. There's just, it was a weird. Yeah. Well, uh, when he, I felt that way too. And I had a, I struggled to decide if it was because of the thing that was about to happen or if it was because he was like, knowing what the story is about now, I, I kind of, I sort of get it, but I have a hard time believing that every single person would stop, look over at him and be like, you're not wanted here. You definitely get that impression. I mean, it was everyone from like uh, gangbanger looking people to just like store owners and stuff or like street vendor owners and stuff. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was kind of especially at first before you know what's going on. It almost just seems like 
wow, they're really dumping on that. Like, if you're an American, you go anywhere, everyone's going to hate you and steal your money and your daughters right. and kill you. Right. So I, d- I did get that sense yeah. as well. Um, but that was that yeah. I kind of nitpicked after I, I saw why. I still think they did rely a little heavy, heavily on that, like, mm-hmm. that scare factor, I guess. Mm. But um, beyond that, I mean, I don't think there's too much here because with the type of film it was, you kind of know what you're getting into. So, it, you know, you kind of have a certain expectation level going in. So it wasn't like it's not like <laughs> I'm walking into this expecting I'm going to watch. It's, it's a it's a McDonald's Big Mac. Like, you know exactly what you're going to get. You're hoping that you, you you're anticipating what you're going to get out of a McDonald's Big Mac. And when it's good, it's it's when it's good, you know that it's it's good, but you also know that there's better out there. So it's like I was expecting this to be a Big Mac, and thankfully it was a Big Mac because sometimes you just want a Big Mac, Jason. But you're not exactly going to pick apart a Big Mac and be like, well, I thought the burger was a little too dry for me. That's my McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> that's my association with movies and McDonald's. I, like I do it. that all the time. Um, oh, I have a few nit. I have a new. All right, well, let's. Yeah, bring on. Um, go on. Right one of my nitpicks, I guess, was that I felt like, in particular, this movie almost felt video gamey to me in a weird way. Um, mostly because how often do you run into the exact same group of people? There's got to be like hundreds of people in yes. this in this little area. And I mean, it's probably ten blocks yes. or so that they they go around, but they keep running into the exact same guy. What the hell's with yes. that? And after they escape, yeah, they still run into him, or he goes one way, and they still manage to run into. You know, it's yes, it's exactly too this. it's too convenient. And then that goes along with like, um, probably one of the worst parts of the movie was when. Pierce Brosnan's character, who admittedly was a badass in this movie. Like, I kind of, that's one of the things that led me to believe, okay, this isn't taking itself as seriously yeah. as I thought it would. I wasn't get, I wasn't sure if, like, he was, at first I a thought he was, just, like, he was going to be somehow, yeah, and he was going to screw them over or lead them astray. And then, I haven't seen Pierce Brosnan in, in a long time in film, so it was kind of, I really, like, enjoyed it. I did, too. I thought he actually thing. did a pretty good job. You knew exactly just like any good action movie. And we were talking about this early earlier, you know exactly who he is just by looking at him. Like you don't need to know his backstory. You get a little bit of it when they finally talk. And that's the worst part of the film is when he explains what happened and why it's happening. I felt like it was a little bit too like, all right, this is the part where we explain why all these people are acting horrible and crazy It's just not handled very well. Right. Um, it was like watching uh, a movie based on Resident Evil. Well, <laughs> a little Resident bit, yes, yes, exactly. Video gamey. It, it's any game where you have that survival element that you're. Tr- oh go gosh, go what was the noise that the uh, there were those um, invisible or not invisible? Yeah, were they invisible? Or they would like regrow if you shot our. Um, um, I don't. Remember. Yeah, well, you'd shoot the guys when you shoot their heads, and the like the weird giant. No, snake there was thing a there was like a, a different type of creature that would uh it would always come after you. You couldn't kill it, and if you shot it, it would regrow parts of its body. And I think it made like this really creepy sound. In Resident Evil Four, I 
I feel like, I but I think that. you only, I think you only encounter it like once or once or twice. Uh, I'm gonna look. At, I'm gonna look it up if so. it doesn't come up. The regenerator. This is. I'm trying to play the. Rest. Yeah. The creepy breathing. Oh, is that? Yeah, and you had to. Was he the one you had to shoot with? Like a certain. You had to have the. Um, God, I don't remember. Because I think you only. I think you only run into him in like one or two different areas. How do you kill it? Do you have to shoot it? I think you just run spot, away from or, it. Or just avoid it. Uh, see, I don't remember. Like looking at the pictures of it, I vaguely remember it, but I don't like remember it at all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Because you have a sniper rifle that has, like, a mm. heat sensor. And then when you have that, you can, like, there's a certain spot on its body. You can shoot it, uh, and that kills it. But, well, that um, – like talk about derailing spots. this train. <laughs> Kudos to you to, to remembering that thing because I don't remember that. Um, huh. Why did I even – So there you go. Why did That's I bring that up? That's how we do it here. On oh, because – because uh, I was talking about how it, the the setting just reminds me of Resident Evil 4. Most people only let it go from point A to point place. B. I will take it to like point D in the conversation, and then we really have to connect the dots. But yeah, it was kind of video gamey. You have like you have yeah. the running segments, and then you have a couple of cutscenes, and then you continue running, and then you have a couple cutscenes. It, it was it it definitely had that kind of weird plot, or um, not plot, but uh, pacing to it. Um. So yeah, it was kind of the mm-hmm. that part with Pierce Brosnan and like how many times can you run into that to that same group of people and the the fact that the kind of the same three uh plot devices happen where you have to kind of almost get captured then you escape. So those were yeah. my main nitpicks if I'm remembering correctly. Um Yeah. I don't think there was anything else other than that. So just kind of a little bit of convenience, a little too much convenience, a little sloppily handling of, the, of towards the end of the, of the story. Um, but nothing that, not, yeah, nothing that really ruined the movie. I agree me, with though. all those. And it sounds like same for you, Jason. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you gotta take this movie at face value. <sighs> I mean, first of all, I mean, it's definitely it's definitely better than he never that died. That is, I, mean, I would, I, I think couldn't we can agree to agree that any more strongly about anything. But I think like what it does, you know, most successful for me is like it just it ramps up the tension and everything, and you're just like, I mean, it does it, it, at certain times though. I mean, I have to say it's like a little extreme where all of a sudden you know, out of nowhere, these guys who just had mostly had guns and rocks and some like Molotov and cocktails, all of a sudden they have a helicopter. Yeah. All of a sudden they have Those a are tank. the parts that I mean, feel like, gamey, especially the way that here, like the but... helicopter comes up over the building and it's yeah. like, oh, it's not a friendly helicopter. It, it is. It is oddly similar. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I the the makeup of this army is odd. Could you imagine throwing no. your kids across and a chasm that like looked that? Odd. That looked really odd because of the CGI. But I, I understand they couldn't actually throw a kid across a chasm, so I have no problem with that. Well, I mean, sure you can. D- d- where was the shot? Because you probably could wherever this was shot. Probably in like California or something. Um, no, I think it was uh, uh, Thailand. I think Thailand, I India, <laughs> Japan. Japan was always weird. Man, okay, sorry. Getting sidetracked. 
I don't have anything else to add. Do you want to yep. get into some IMDb funnest of funner facts? Yeah, let's do some fun okay. facts. Pick one. You read whatever one you want. Okay. Uh, I will do the first one. Uh, though Bangkok's 2014 coup did oust a pro-U.S. government, the coup was bloodless and didn't result so this, this in any is, street um, I guess looking at this by itself, it probably doesn't really explain anything. Um, the fake country that this is based off from is Bangkok, and they did have similar issues to what this movie is based on. So uh, I, I believe... Yeah, I read. I read like some places like the, the the agreement for the film was like it couldn't reveal like where what city. It couldn't, yeah, it, couldn't it name still got banned country in Bangkok. I that believe. it took place and things like that. Yeah, it still got. Yeah, or, I I was reading some of that too. What? Yeah, Thailand. Yes, exactly. Thailand, I just realized that. <laughs> I'm so stupid. Typical idiot American doesn't know anything about the world. Um. That's Typical true. American geography. The escaping Americans try try to paddle a boat to Vietnam. They paddle under a huge sign that reads Vietnam on a bridge that forms an international border. Here's the kicker. Thailand, of course, does not border Vietnam, but Cambodia does along some of the Mekong River. So geologically speaking, what they did was impossible. But that's okay. It's movie magic. What are you going to do? Yeah, I think you're just supposed to assume. I, I like how, too, that whole scene, they're like, you do not have you do not have permission to enter Vietnam. Turn your boat around, and all of a sudden, you're like I, you were in Vietnam. <laughs> you know this this boat, yeah, this vessel is in Vietnam. Put down your weapons. I assume that it, they had to war. at like, least what? show the pretense that they were trying not to harbor a, um, oh, what did they call themselves? Not a fugitive. Um, ref, well, yeah, uh, they refugee. said something else. I feel like it started with an A. Or, but, Asylum, yeah, they yeah, were you're, yeah. Asylum that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, refugee uh, seeking asylum. I assume they would have to at least pretend for uh, um, um, reasons of the you know keeping up pretenses that they're not just like you know they'll harbor anybody who's against their yeah just come on over come on over gotta act you gotta act like they're trying so but it is still silly. Um, Final score, Jason. I, if I you gave had it a to give up. it some stars, a, a handful of stars out of five of them. Uh, I feel like my gut instinct says three, Ooh. but I guess that if I had to, it'd be like a lower three. Just because it's, you know, it's a good movie. It's not great. It's just heart, an entertaining, Jason. you know. When it's calling to you, Ooh. listen to your heart. Uh, yeah, I would, I, would, I would give it a I, – I tend to uh, go with the half scale, so I'll give it a three and a half. It exceeded my expectations. doesn't do anything crazy new, but uh, I will yeah. say out of anything, it was entertaining to watch. And, you know, sometimes that can make up for any uh, lack of – of other qualities in a movie. So as long as it's entertaining and you're having fun, who cares if it's, if it's just a big Mac, it's okay. You don't have to have a Stella's, uh, uh, stuffed burger, Jason, only Jason. Then one other person is going to get that reference, but, uh, it doesn't always have to be gourmet burgers. You can have your big Mac and, and be okay. So what'd you say? Like a 3.25, Three? I say it like I, I give it a three. That's important stuff. I need to write down these yeah. um 
these things so that we can remember for later times. Um, Josh did give us his uh, thoughts on the film as well because he had, um, you know, Way to go. he had suggested it, so he did watch it. And uh, Josh said that, you know, first he's like, man, this movie's so intense. I'm already planning on the comedy immediately after following this. Um, but they didn't follow up and say, no escape. Maybe because I have a, had a child since my first viewing triggered a very emotional res- response Uh-oh. this time. I think The Impossible did it more so. for me, but I would say it's almost, even though they're yeah. similar, it's almost the opposite. Because I think it's a little easier to picture yourself yes, in that, a situation that is like true. Impossible. Un- unlike, I don't, like, why do people, why do people travel to North Korea it will, as an any, American, you know, like there was that the, that unfortunate situation where a college student, whatever, he like ripped down some banner, so they like they arrested him for defacing whatever property, and then he like went into a coma. They like we're gonna hold him in prison. He was and then there he went for years, wasn't he? And he, and he, he like, they were saying that he no was a spy for the American, yeah, yeah, or something like that. And I mean, it just recently happened that he died, and then they like the the the, the details of what caused his death or you know. Here's the here's the point though. Why the heck right. would you go to North Korea anyway? I have no desire to anyway well, go any, anywhere near any North area Korea. that is no. is in turmoil and especially doesn't care for Americans and they're you know just even being there on their soil. It's like no, no, nah, yeah. I'll I'll stay here. Like I know I know in everyone's head they pick, imagine that if Lucas and Jason went to North Korea, it'd <laughs> be basically true. like Maybe the interview with fireworks, but. That's right, but it's not. So just it's bad. Okay, no. don't go. Don't no. don't go there. <laughs> um. So yeah, uh, we'll be uh, we'll touch on a next film in a couple weeks. We'll let you know what we'll be watching next. If I mean, feel free to throw suggestions our way. We'll take it into yeah. into account. Yeah, we always like to we'll add some happens, stuff into you know? the mix. And if that doesn't happen, I'll pick something I want to yep. watch. I know Kevin has, had suggested a uh, stand up for us. So stand up. There's that. Yeah, that's not Stand up. Ooh, stand me. up. Oh, yep, stand up. One of the various stand ups that's oh, over Netflix now. Just nowadays. a stand up of some sort. Well, I yeah, I uh, got the specific one. Saying, good. I'm not going to go into it right now. I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't know. Well, shall we do? I mean, we can if we, we want. Back this, I mean, we're certainly making up for the shorter episodes we've had in the past, considering we're at an hour and a half already. <laughs> That's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Just hey, like any good friend, that. we stick around too long. Hey, grab bag will be short. It'll be short. We've got one good submission coming all the way from Hawaii, because Hawaii, that's where Nathan Thomas what? currently is at. Hawaii. Hawaii. Yeah, I don't. I don't do the math, man how he does it um he says question for flexibles which state that you've not been to do you most want to visit and which is the runner-up which do you want to visit the least i want to visit um i want to visit uh don't mind me um, i'm just looking up a map of the God, united states first? i guess <laughs> i it's tough because i would like i really want to visit portland and i really want to visit seattle um, but those are in Oregon oh, and Washington. Yeah, well, one's in Portland's Seattle, Washington. almost in Washington. So I think I think I'm gonna go with Oregon just because keep Portland weird. Yeah, you know. Plus, and 
let's see. The runner-up then would either be, ooh, do I, do I make the runner-up Seattle or do I make the runner-up Boston? Boston? I think I make the runner-up Boston because we always wanted to just just wants to go there. Remember just when the, we thought you know, we might the go there for PAX? The Paxies, yeah, that'd be sweet. Uh, we will have that Kickstarter up if you want to see us go to PAX and make idiots out of ourselves. We'll, we'll figure that out. <laughs> we'll just leave our children at home. There you go. I like that. And then which which state do I want to visit the least? Uh, There's so many good candidates. Really? North Dakota. Uh, no, Montana. 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 There's just it's they had a good state. beer. Uh, not there. That one. No, just, uh, or no, that was Minnesota. Sorry. Montana, you're useless. Yeah, M State. Yeah, I know. M State. Really we only live in one. <laughs> All right. Um. All right. What about you? Which state would I wanna want to visit the most? Yep, and then you're on up. I hate all of the state. No, um, I've actually been to Washington. Barely remember it. I uh, saw Mount Rainier. It was there still. Um, looking all mountainy. Um, I think one day I would like to actually go to New York City just once. So I would say New York, just to check out the big. The the big windy. Oh, there you go. The big windy apple. Um, the one. I, so we need a runner up, or did you just add a runner up? Oh God. Uh, no, he, he asked for a runner up. Homework. As well. Um. I guess uh, maybe Maryland to go to Washington D.C. Oh, that's not supposed to happen, but we'll just leave it that way. Uh, I've never been to Washington, hey, Washington D.C., and uh, I think it would be kind of neat to go see. As far as far as a place I definitely don't want right. to go, uh, probably like Nebraska. I've heard it described as just like one long road that has cornfields on either side of it. So that sounds pretty boring. Um, anytime I've ever heard anyone having to drive through Nebraska to get anywhere, they've hated it. So, um, yeah, I, I'll say Nebraska to avoid the the obvious Rhode Island because. It's Rhode Island. Ah, mm. <laughs> uh, well, perfect. There you go. Uh, if you'd like to send submit us your own question, hit us up on social media, or uh, you know, you can send us an email, or you know, however you want to do it. Social media is the best. We prefer Twitter. Just hit us up on the Twitter at Flexipose and uh, all those things. You know, do your thing. And hey, Lucas, I'm just gonna let this play. That's gonna do it, man. Finish. Might as well. We finished Fluxipose. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you for joining in. As always, you can find us on Facebook uh, at Fluxipose, Twitter at Fluxipose. Uh, give us a review on iTunes or Google Play or however you enjoy the show. And, hey, reach out to us. Connect with us. We love to shoot the shit with all of you. And, you know, we have a we'll, we'll push it to the limit fun over in Fluxipose you... land. Um, that's right. Uh, and if you decide to do you... that, that's important to you. I don't know. <laughs> uh, most importantly uh, stay tuned uh, probably to social media the most as we'll see what's going on next week with me being on vacation and we'll have to see if Lucas gets the big gig so stay tuned for what's to come next week and until then boys and girls same flux post time same flux post channel <laughs> was that a euphemism push it to the limit.
as an after credits addition, I do want to say that this beer never did really get any better. And it will, in fact, it dropped down to a three for me because uh-huh. I still have to drink half a glass of this. So it's the beer's no good. Not gang. what I was expecting. I can't fault it for what it is. I mean, it is, like I said to you, it says Imperial malt liquor aged in bourbon barrels. So if that's not your thing, this is really not going to be your thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's kind of where I'm sitting is this isn't my thing. So bye.